You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel. Apostle Goodheart, Obi Ekweme. Hebrews 13, thank you Jesus. Wow. Somebody has been through too much, but the Lord has kept you. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. If it wasn't the Lord, just if it wasn't, if it just wasn't, just if it wasn't, but thank God it was the Lord who was on my side and on your side. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews 13, 15, and 16. Shall we read together as a family? By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name but to do good and to communicate forget not for with such sacrifices God is well pleased brief assignment engaging the tolerant power of sacrificial praise engaging the tolerant power of sacrificial praise. Our Father will return just like that one leper deliberately and intentionally to this house and to you to honor you, to give you the praise for you have been the doer of every good thing in our lives. In the brevity of the moment, I beseech you to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven anoint my lips that I may come to your people with a thus said the Lord. Help me to go beyond my study, contemplation as I hand myself behind the cross, as you alone are seen and exalted. will vow us always to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we have prayed. Let somebody shout a big amen. amen. You may be seated in God's wonderful presence. Beloved, it goes without mentioning that God has been truly good to us all through the year 2019. Of the truth, as we survey the past few weeks and past few months, we consider God being good and being faithful in every sense of the word. You've heard me say many times that it is only those who know how to think that will ultimately know how to thank. The songwriter says, count your blessings, name them one by one, it will surprise you pleasantly what the Lord has done. It is one thing to count them. One, two, three, four, five. It's another for you to name them. Append a name to them. As Pastor Daniel said a moment ago, began to recant and remind us and remind God of his deeds in January, in February, in March, in April, in May, in June. In July, in August, in September, October, November, now December. His wonders are too numerous to mention. Is it about preservation? Is it about protection? Is it about his healing hand and anointing release upon our lives? Is it about the change and the shift we've seen 
Is it about the turnaround we've experienced in one area or the other? But more importantly, beloved, beyond all we can see and count, articulate, the many things that we can't even number, the things in the spirit that we can't possibly identify that God has done. Beloved, the Bible declares in James 1.17 that every good gift and every perfect gift comes from your God in whom there is no shadow of turning nor variableness. I want to charge you. I want to remind you because you know already if there is anything good in your life, it is traceable to God. If there is anything perfect in your life, it is traceable to God. King David a premier worshiper, a premier praiser, a man who knew how to gain victory in battles through the instrument of praise, declared in Psalm 34 verse 8, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Beloved, our God is a good God. I want to challenge you never to allow your temporary situations, your temporary circumstances to ever make you judge your God not being faithful. There's a woman in the Bible I like so much. Her name was Sarah. She received a prophetic word from God, just like her husband Abraham received a prophetic word. What is it? You're going to be a mother, a mother of nations. For 25 years, she held onto a prophetic word. I don't know who is under my voice today. We haven't even held onto the word for 11 months yet, not 12 months yet. So we can't afford to faint or tire. No, sir. No, sir. So if you faint, you will not reap in the day that God has reserved your harvest. The Bible declares in Hebrews 11 that she, she, she believed God and she counted or judged God faithful. And by the virtue of that belief in God, who she hasn't seen, she received strength to conceive. Not just strength to conceive, but strength to also carry the child in full term, well over 90, and brought forth Isaac, who was called Laughter. I want to declare to somebody under the sound of my voice as you praise God today in faith. Having not seen your Isaac just yet, I believe the needed strength will be released to you to conceive, but not just to conceive, to carry your baby to full term. And your baby may not be a nine month gestation. Somebody's baby can be 14 days. Somebody's baby can be 15 days. In other words, there are babies that you're going to take hold in your womb today but you're going to deliver them before the year is over somebody shout a big amen once upon a time a man of god received a word from god that he was going to build a sanctuary for the lord in one year hallelujah hallelujah and things began to go in, in, in mysterious ways eight months nine months at the ninth month the task looked so daunting a, 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 a task to accomplish and people were wondering, man of God, did you say in one year it will build and dedicate it? Then he went to God in prayer. And the Lord said to him in very clear, unmistakable terms, three months, three, three months for me to show up. I want to use the same phrase for somebody today that 15 days or 14 days or 16 days, as the case may be, too small for God to show up. Please keep the switch of your faith turned on. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. Psalm 103 verse 1 to 5. I want to show you a few things the Lord wants us to remember. To pause and remember means Selah. Bless the Lord. Oh my soul. And all, not some, I feel him now. And all that is within me. My pancreas. 
my liver, my kidney, my heart, my lungs, my internal organs, my brain, my womb, let all that is within me bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. The phrase forget not is to remember. When you don't forget something, you remember that thing. So the psalmist was saying we're to remember what? Remember his benefits. Not just benefit, there are numerous benefits of salvation. Hallelujah. He begins to recant and began to identify some of those benefits, but they're beyond this. Hallelujah. Who giveth all, that, who forgiveth all thine iniquities. You know, we can read this and just gloze over, yeah, 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 forgive. No, you see, if you are not forgiven, you will not have access to come boldly to the throne of grace. If you are not forgiven, you will be as a man under the law with guilt and condemnation. You will see God and run like Adam ran, but we have the amazing privilege and the opportunity to be forgiven. Now, you see, forgive, forgiveness, as far as God is concerned, is not just God to cover your sins, no sir, but, 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 but for God to actually erase your sins as though they were never in existence before. That's what the word redemption means. Beloved, it's a blessing for you to know that you can do wrong and go to your loving, living father as a father. Forgive me of this. Forgive me of that. We must bless the Lord who forgives us, not of some sins, but all of our sins. Somebody grateful? For the forgiving, cleansing power of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, you're never too wrong to be right. You're never too wrong to be right. Somebody once said, when you wake up is your morning. In like man also, when you turn to God is when you begin to live. He's waiting for someone to turn to him today. Turn from philandering. Turn from folly. Turn from all kinds of mess and turn to him. Guess what? He will accept you. He will embrace you just like the father of the so-called prodigal son in Luke 15 was with open hands waiting eagerly in anticipation until the day the son will return back it wasn't the father who was delaying the son's coming back no sir it was when the son came to himself he turned back and said hey in my father's house there are people who are servants who are doing far better than me he said i'm going to go back to my papa's house the beauty is that whilst he was making his way back to daddy's house daddy was also making his way back to son with his arms wide. I want to speak to somebody under the sound of my voice this day that the hand of the Father is open. With eager yearning and anticipation, he wants to embrace you today. Psalm 145, 16 says that he openeth his hands and he satisfies the desires of all living things. The hand of your God is not closed against you. No, sir. The heavens are not closed against you. No, sir. The heavens are open. But guess what? Beyond the heavens, the hands of Papa is open. He's got healing in his hand. He's got deliverance in his hand. He's got shalom for troubled souls and troubled minds in his hand. He's got lifting for the downtrodden. He's got a raise for one who has been pushed down. Oh, yes. He's the God who puts down some, but he elevates another. I perceive that somebody under the sound of my voice who is a child of Papa is on the verge of being elevated. If that's you, shout a big amen. He forgives all our iniquities. Ha. He heals not some disease. 
I want you to stretch your imagination as far as wide as you can. Is it cancer? Is it tuberculosis? Is it HIV? Is it neck pain, back pain? Is it a, a, a fibroid? All is covered in the package of redemption. He healed all our diseases. Is somebody grateful? You have a consultant who doesn't consult. He's called the great physician. He's the Lord who healeth me of all my diseases. Hallelujah. Whatever your all is this morning, it may be something physical. It may be something emotional. Something psychological. Something in the, in the financial realm. It's part of a disease that he has covered in the package of redemption. Somebody shout, my matter is part of the all. Shout a big amen. Who redeems thy life from destruction. Destruction can mean many things. It can mean anything. It can mean different things to different people. Destruction is that who comes to waste. Comes to decay. Comes to bring a rot. What ought to be preserved and protected. It comes to waste and destroy. But the Bible says that he is the God who redeems my life from every and any kind of destruction. Beloved, whatever has been tried to destroy, any good thing that your God has made available for you and to you, I believe this morning as we rise in the next few minutes to thank him, to praise him with the reckless abandon, he's going to release the grace that makes for restoration. Whatever was lost, I believe, is coming back. Hallelujah. Somebody shout a big amen. In other words, whatever the canker worm, the locust, the caterpillar, the palmer sort to have eaten in the past 11 months and a half, oh, there's coming restoration our way. I perceive restoration of strength is coming somebody's way this morning. Shout a big, big, big amen. He crowns thee with love and kindness. He's a loving father. He's a kind father. You know, when we face circumstances and situations that are not particularly palatable or exciting to us, the enemy comes with that sneaky lie to tell us, mm, this is your God. Has he really been on his job? This is your God. Is he really as faithful as he says he is? Mm, this is your God. Are you sure there's some things he will not do in your life? When you hear those voices, you need to silence that voice by declaring, I believe that my God is a good God. He's not good because of what I've seen him do. No. He's good because his nature is good. He can't do otherwise. He's a good God. And he's so good that his goodness is not even limited to his own people alone who are believers. Psalm 145, 8 and 9. The Lord is full of compassion. He's slow to anger. His tender mercies. Ay, 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 ay. His mercies are tender. They are over all of his works. The Lord is good to all. The sinner the saints, the wicked, the righteous, the God we serve is good to all. He's so good, 
He does not differentiate who receives the sun in the daytime and who receives the moon in the night. My, 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 my thought is that if God is so good to all, why do you think that as a child of God, that God is not good to you? The Bible declares in Romans 8.32 that if God did not spare his son Jesus, how shall he not weep? In addition to salvation, give us all things freely. You're not paying for it. It's done. It's a done deal. It's settled. But it's for you to extend your faith and receive. Can somebody declare, I believe, I receive. Once again, I believe, I receive. So it is in Jesus' name. It says he satisfies our mouth with good things. Ay, 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 ay. It says the good things are not just limited to good food only. <laughs> That's part of it. But I believe he puts in our mouth his word. Kadoo. The seed that produces every good thing. So he puts good food, but also he puts his word in your mouth. According to Romans 10, 10, when his word is in your heart and his word is in your mouth and you declare it, you are guaranteed of salvation. Not just salvation as a new birth experience, but sozo, which means a full package of redemption, which is inclusive of health, victory from premature death, and all of that is a full package from sin, from condemnation, from guilt, have salvation. When the word is in your heart and the word is in your mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bible declares in Mark 7.37, you oftentimes hear me quoted. And where beyond measure astonished saying, he hath done all things well. Ha-ya-ya. He makes both the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. He hath done all things well. Beloved, if there's anything that we've lost at all in this year, clearly enough, God is not responsible. No. He's done me no wrong. That's the truth. Done you no wrong. This one who comes to kill, to steal, to destroy. But the beauty is that no matter what is lost, it, it is restorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's restorable. It's not over until it's over. And I really trust God this morning that God, as we engage sincere praise. You see, in the next few minutes, I want your praise to be business. It's business. It's business. I want you to see it as a weapon of war. Psalm 149 says, Let the high praises of God be upon the mouth of his people and the double-edged sword in their hands. What is it for? For them to execute the vengeance written of God. There are things that God has written concerning your foes. They will only be executed when you engage in the weaponry of praise. What happens? The high praise. Not the low praise. There's something called high praise. It's a praise you give God with reckless abandon. 
is the kind of praise that David got dancing and the wife looked at him and said, look at you, you vain fellow. Don't you know that you're meant to be royalty? You're a king, the king of the biggest nation. Can you imagine somebody like Donald Trump somewhere in the middle of the road because something happened, goes literally naked, just dancing and blessing some God nobody can see. The wife accused him, but I believe David said, hey, 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 you don't know how I got to where I got here. You, you are the daughter of a king, Saul. I, I wasn't that kind of pedigree. I, I was at the backside of nowhere. No name, no fame, no degree, no pedigree, no thing that qualified me for the job. But I remember at the backside, when I tended the sheep of my papa, I learned something that worked. I, I learned to sing to my God when nobody was watching me. There was no audience. There was no congregation, no choir, no house of Judah. In my bedroom, in my living room, in my shower, as I was bathing, I was singing to myself, for the Lord is good and his mercies endure. So David realized it was his praise lifestyle that brought him out from the wilderness. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Put him on a throne he was not deserving of. Listen. This morning, I, I pray somebody will engage praise as a weapon. When you engage praise as a weapon, you are going to give the devil a TKO, a technical knockout. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know where you are right now. But if you want to invite God into your scenario, one sure way is to cry out in the place of praise. How do I know? Psalm 22 verse 3 says, that God inhabits. The word inhabit means to live, to abide, to rest upon. He inhabits the praises of his people. You can't invite God over your situation and he will just come to take sides. No, sir. No, I perceive as we'll engage radical praise in the next few minutes. Our God will not only show up lovingly for us, but our God will take over our battles. One way to hand over your battles to God is through the instrumentality of praise. Ask a man called Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles 20. There were three nations assailed against this one man and one nation. He cried to God in prayer as you cry to God in prayer. But God gave him a word as he's given us a word today. He said, hey, this battle is not yours. It ain't yours. It ain't yours. Can you tell somebody whatever you fought for 11 months and 2 weeks, really, really, it's not your battle. I don't know what was hounding you, what was pounding you, what resisted you, what tried to restrain you, but that battle is not your battle. Oh, come on, come. And we're going to learn how to engage or to turn our battle into the hand of our God. How praise. God said to him, Jehoshaphat, listen, you will not fight, but you will invite me. You will not fight, but you will invite me. Why? I am the mighty man of war. You will not fight, but you will logic. You will not fight anymore, but you will invite him. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. How do you invite him? Get some bunch of praises. What? In the middle of war? Yes. The ways of God are not logical. Get some what? Some praises. What? There is a method to his operation. When you praise him. When you praise him. 
you invite him. When you praise him, you welcome him. When you praise him, you create a room that is welcoming for his presence. And when he shows up, guess what? Your enemies are going to show out. As we praise God with a reckless abandon, what we call Davidic praise. That means I will look at what you're wearing. You know, I was going to wear some big agbada this morning, but I said, no, it may just restrain my praise. I, I want to come simple so I can jump, I can dance, I can run. Listen, sometimes you have to create the atmosphere that makes your praise without you being careful or cautious. I know your hat is wonderful. You're dressed so gayfully, so beautifully this morning. I, I want that's wonderful. But don't let your suit, your tie, your hat, your 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 your, your face here, whatever it is, don't let it hinder your praise this morning. Don't let your high heels hinder you. If you need to kick it up, kick it up for 30 minutes. What is a praise warfare? Hallelujah. 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 The psalmist declared in Psalm 19 verse 1, it is a good thing. Ha! It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name. It is a good thing. If only say over and over, but each time we'll praise him, each time we'll thank him, we are in turn making a very clear application for more. One leper that came back without saying it, he was applying for more. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Without asking for more, just leave things as they are and turn to God. You know, when you praise God, something happens. It helps you take your gaze from self to God, but also more importantly, it helps you take your gaze from the challenge to God, from the mountain. From the delays, from the lies of the enemy. To who? To God. Praise. Praise the yeast. It's a multiplier. When you add it to what is left, it's guaranteed to increase. Jesus lifted five loaves and two fish to his heavenly father. He looked up to heaven. Bible declares in John 6, he gave thanks. And then he broke the bread. I believe the power of limitation was broken. As he broke the bread, it began to multiply. What is left in your hand? Put it in the hand of Jesus. Give thanks. Give thanks. There's still the breath of life trapped in your nostril. There's a clap in your hand. There's a jump. There's a shaking of your head. There's something you can twirl around. You don't need a billion to praise God. You just need to be alive. Let everything that hath breath praise you. Everybody who's alive is qualified to praise God. The first class prophet took a word to Hezekiah. He said, hey, get your house in order. You're going to die. <laughs> and when the prophet left him, the king turned to him and said, hey, hey, hey. God, remember. My level. Remember. If I go to the grave now, nobody can praise me. Who will praise you? And God had to summon the first class prophet and say, go back, go back, go back. Ezekiah just, just got my attention. He mentioned to me, A, B, C, D, but if he's in the grave, who can praise me? Only the living can praise him. 
Hallelujah. Why do we praise? Why do we thank? It is a commandment to thank him, to praise him. Just give thanks unto the Lord. It's a commandment. Oh, give thanks. Psalm 34 verse 1. Why do we thank? He expects our praise because he commanded it. He expects it. He said, were there not ten who were healed? Luke 17. Where are the nine? He also inspects. I-N-S-P-E-C-T. Inspect. Inspect our praise. He expects it. He inspects it. He expects you come back, but also inspects the quality of praise we give to him. Beloved, having said that about praise, I want to talk in the next few minutes about one aspect of praise called the sacrifice of praise. Mm. Somebody once said, there's a praise that you give at the kindergarten level, nursery, primary, secondary maybe. But there's an advanced praise that believers give God. Wow. They don't give God that kind of praise because they see something. They give God that praise because they know someone. They know a measure of the nature and the character of God. That he cannot fail. He cannot lie. He's faithful and true. Who, has, who, who call? Who also would do it? They know a measure of his character. But God will not allow anyone to be tempted, tested more than they're able to bear. But he will with every test make a way of escape because God is faithful. First Corinthians 10, 10 13. He's faithful. He's faithful. So they know a measure of his nature and character. Not just what they've seen. So they overlook what they've seen and they engage who they know as their loving father. Wow. The nature of your father is amazing. When you capture a measure of the love nature of God, it's a faith booster. Jeremiah 31.3 He has drawn us to him with his everlasting love. His love is everlasting. It's unconditional. It's eternal. He's drawn us to him with that kind of love. So we know him to be good. He's a good father. To be kind. To be loving. To be merciful. To be compassionate. To be slow of anger. To the praise. In the scriptures, there are several kinds of sacrifices mentioned in the Bible. More so for the believers under the new covenant. Just want to raise through a few of them for the sake of teaching. Number one type of sacrifice in the Bible mentioned is presenting our bodies to God as a living sacrifice. Romans 12 verse number 1. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service. So to walk in holiness or to present our bodies to God as a living sacrifice is a type of sacrifice. So number one sacrifice is to present our bodies, to yield our bodies. Number two kind of sacrifice is that which is tied to obedience. Whenever God gives a word, an instruction, and we obey fully and promptly, because obedience can only be obedience if it's carried out fully and promptly. 
delayed obedience, you will know is disobedience. Partial obedience is disobedience. So we must pray for grace to always obey him fully and completely. We saw that in the life of Saul in 1 Samuel 15. 1 Samuel 15, 22. 1 Samuel 15, 22. And Samuel said, Have the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, right? As in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the father rams. So obedience is compared to a sacrifice. Actually, higher than sacrifice of rams and goats. But in of itself is a kind of sacrifice. To obey God completely and to obey God promptly is a sacrifice that he honors and celebrates. The other kind of sacrifice we find in scripture is your substance, your finances, that which has come out of you, your time, your talent, and your treasure. We see in Psalm 50 verse 5, the psalmist declared, Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. So a covenant is engaged by sacrifice. Of import is what we see happen to David at the threshing floor of Oda, where the owner of the threshing floor offered him what he needed to sacrifice at that time. A plague had come over Egypt because of disobedience, counting the people. And God said, raise for me a sacrifice. And he came to this place where he was to raise a sacrifice. And then on and very, very kind-hearted, gave him what he needs. The bulls, the rams, which would have been wonderful. But David made a statement I want us to read together. It's important. First Chronicles 21, 24. Thank you, Jesus. And King David said to Onan, Nay, but I will, listen carefully, I will verily, very important, buy it for the full price. For I will not take that which is thine for the Lord. Wow. Nor offer burnt offerings without cost. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So David knew that for a sacrifice to be a sacrifice, acceptable and well-pleasing before the Lord, it must cost him something. And many a times, we try to offer up to God what doesn't cost us something. There is a difference between an offering, a seed, and a sacrificial gift. What's the difference? By and large, a sacrifice will cost you something. But not just that, a sacrifice is your bread. So cast your bread upon many waters. After many days, it will come back to you. Hallelujah. So your bread is that which really, really is meant for eating. So to lay it down at the feet of the master is an expression of saying, Lord, whilst this is of value to me, it's not just seed, I'm placing it in the hand of the one who I know nothing can ever finish. David sacrificed that would cost him something. This morning, zero in on the sacrifice of praise. The sacrifice of praise. Our text 
reads thus. By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to his name. Giving thanks to his name. Beloved, when we think about sacrificial praise, it's a praise you give God not in season, but out of season. Alright? Because there are times where it's easier to praise, to thank, to bless the breakthrough, the many testimonies we can identify, but it's not as easy to the flesh at least. <laughs> To bless the Lord when you're still waiting for him to show up. Wow. But you know what? He honors such sacrifice. It's pleasing and acceptable to him. It's the kind of praise you give in typically challenging moments. Say, Lord, I, I can't, I don't feel it, but I trust you. I don't trace it. I admire these testimonies. I may not be able to testify like them, but I'm grateful my life is a testimony. Wow. Of one who has been through too much, yet chose to stand. Made a choice. I won't complain. I won't let the pressure push me down. I will stand through it. And I propose to stand to the end. What is a sacrificial praise? It's a one you give in what I call your night season. You have to understand uh, there is a night season and there's a day season. And God through Joshua challenged us in Joshua 1, 8 and 9. We are to meditate upon the word of the Lord day and night. Day and night. That that word will bring us what the Bible says, good success. Meditate day and night. Day and night. Day and night. There's a day and night. The day season is a season where things are, are working. They're, they're wonderful as far as your natural perception can articulate. But the night season, your senses may not be able to articulate it. But you go beyond the season that is night. Ay, 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 ay. You lift your voice to bless the God who you know is God over both the day and God over what? The night. Hallelujah. 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 It is in that moment the Bible challenges us to give God a song in the night. A song in the night. The Bible declares in Psalm 30 verse 4. Sing unto the Lord. Sing unto the Lord. Thank you Lord. O ye saints of his. And give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Somebody grateful. Somebody thankful. Somebody really grateful. For his anger endureth but a moment. Like a twinkling of an eye. Just boom. It's not like man. You may hold stuff for a long time as a man, but God, boom, never happened. In his favor is life. Hear this? Weeping may endure for a night. Right? What happens in the night? 
weeping? A night. Not many nights. A night. But joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. So, so, so my understanding in this scripture is the night may not be a physically late night. I'm saying the night is a season of your life, right? When things are not, there's no fruit on the field. No, things are not happening as you want them to happen, naturally at least. But you can turn your night today with a switch. What's a switch? Sing unto the Lord, all ye saints of his. Give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. That means our praise, listen now, we're getting closer home now. Our praise in the next few moments, our sincere thanksgiving, next few moments, is going to terminate the night season. Your amen sounds like it needs revival. Remember I said earlier that every man's day breaks when he wakes up. So your morning may not be somebody else's morning. Your morning is when you determine enough of the night. Father, I give you praise. For the Lord is good and his mercies. When in the night, yes, it terminates your night season. Let me show you scriptures. I will pray, we'll get up and, and, and pray. Yeah. Look at this. Very interesting scriptures. Job 35 verse 10. Job 35 verse 10. What do we do in the night? Sacrifice of praise. But none saith, where is God my maker? Uh, who what? Oh, come on. Who what? Who does what? He giveth songs where? In the night. So what you need in the night season? Thank God for prayer. Thank God for fasting. He said, God, give me a song. Because a song is what will terrify your enemy. Give me a song. In my pain, let me be able to sincerely, genuinely look up beyond the hills, beyond the mountain to you and say, God, you are good. I judge you faithful and true. Song in the night. He, he gives it. This morning, I don't know about you, we're going to ask him to give us a song in our night. So we will praise him for the next 20 or so minutes. Some things will shift. Somebody's night will break into a dawn of a new day. You are not going to leave the year the way you entered the year. A new you is about to emerge. A new you is about to rise. A stronger you, a more beautiful you, a more powerful you, a more anointed you. It's about it much. Psalm 7, 7 verse 6. Psalm 7, 7 verse 6. I call to remembrance my song in the morning. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It will get sweet out. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with my own heart and my spirit made diligent search. May God give you, may God give me a song in the night. 
that will terminate the night seasons of our lives. Ah! I want you to get ready, battle ready. Begin to remember and to think in what areas you've experienced night up till today. Oh, no, no. I know most areas we have light, we have peace, we have all, but, but, but there may be one or two areas left huh, 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 that we are momentarily still going through a night season. And God is saying, I, I give you the key this hour. I give you the key, the weapon to terminate your night and bring you into the dawn of a new day. Final scripture. Isaiah, wow, 30. Isaiah 30. You'll love this. 29 to 31. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 30, 29 to 31. You shall have a song as anywhere uh, uh, in the night. Hallelujah. May God give you a song in your night season that will terminate, bring to an end some night seasons. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As in the night when a holy solemnity is kept. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. See, and gladness of heart. There must be gladness. Not complaining. Not murmuring. Say, Lord, you're good. 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 Can I give you an assignment? Carry this assignment, if you will, 24 hours. As much as you can, and you remember, Father, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. Lord, I give you thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. As much as you can. 24 hours, two days, three days, some things will break. The night will recede. Give way to the dawn of a new day. Ha! Can't take it. Somebody said, yes. And gladness of heart as when one goeth with a pipe to come into the mountain of the Lord to the mighty one of Israel and the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. Do you see that? Ah, kekekebosa. So, see, see, see how it works. There is a night. Then he gives you a song. You sing it. When you sing it, something happens. His glorious voice will be heard. As we sing our song in our night season, the glorious voice of God will be heard. It will be heard in quarters where it needs to be heard. Listen, it will begin to address matters there. Let's hear this. And the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard and shall show the lighting down of his arm with the indignation of his anger and with the flame of devouring fire with scattering and tempest and hailstones. What's this? This is glorious voice. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. For through the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian who are in the darkness be beaten down which he that will smote with a rod. This how it works. In the night, 
no matter what the night is called Lord give me a song when I don't feel like it give me a song give me a song nine years waiting for my child give me a song with three degrees no job give me a song in ministry seven years I haven't seen growth give me a song going through one health challenge and the other and I, I know I believe I know I prayed I know I prayed give me a song wrestling with some kinds of emotional trauma anxiety fear give me a song I've planted but I've yet to see the fruit of the harvest give me a struggling to pay my bills pay school fees pay my rent give me a song ah, yeah 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 and when you receive that song, you say, okay, today, not today. <laughs> today, not today. Please, in the next few minutes, determine that whatever was claiming to be dark or night, it must recede. It must be signed. It must be pushed back. Because a song will provoke his glorious voice. That his voice will cause deliverance to be wrought for you. I want you to bow your heads for just two minutes. Will you thank the Lord yet again that you are joined to all living and there is hope. Can you thank him? Don't be quiet on him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Lord, thank you that I'm still standing in the game of life. Now, ask the Lord sincerely, beloved. Give me a song. A song. But I can sing in the next few minutes. Give me a song. Give me a song. Wow. Give me a song, oh God. Woo! Give me a song that I'll be able to make my boast in you. When I still cannot trace you yet, I trust you. I believe you. The kind of loving. Heads bowed. Eyes closed. That song is typically given to those who know the Lord. Who have said yes to Jesus. Yes to Jesus. There is the blessing that is called the commonwealth of Israel. Yes. There is a general blessing of the rain falling on everybody. Uh, the, 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 the tall, the dark, the white shirt. But there are blessings for covenant children. Oh yes they are. They are. This morning you say man of God. I'm tired of being tired. Tired of being in the outer court. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. It's not religion. You're simply saying take over my entire life. You're opening the door of your heart and say, Jesus, be my captain. Be my captain. Perhaps you're under the sound of my voice. You know that you are backslidden in one way or the other. You can come back home like the prodigal son. You're saying, Pastor, pray with me. Wherever you are, shoot your right hand to the sky quickly like a thunderbolt. Right hand to the sky. Say, pray with me. Pray with me. I want to make it right with Jesus. All of us all, your right hand, right hand. Half, see that hand, right hand. Perhaps it's a call for rededication of your life. Go ahead, don't be ashamed. Will you stand for Jesus and place your right hand on your chest? Unashamedly, the back, the middle, where you are, stand up unashamedly. Place your right hand. The ushers are giving you a card. That's right. Let's pray together. Don't be shy. The back, stand for Jesus. Oh yeah, said, so if you are ashamed of me before men, I will be ashamed of you before my father. It's holy angels. Ushers put cards in their hands while we pray. Please, let's pray together. I see people at the back all over the hall. God bless you all. God bless you all. Let's pray together. It's all about Jesus. Will you pray sincerely? Heavenly Father, let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, on a day like this, I've heard your word. I believe. 
I receive. I open the door of my heart as I invite you to be both my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me all of my sins. From this day, I turn over my entire life into your hands for your safekeeping from now for all of times and all of eternity in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand, I will pray with you. Father, in the name that is above all, we join hearts and hands with these ones. Covering them with the blood of the Lamb. Decree and claim that the heavens rejoice at their salvation, at their deliverance and their healings. We thank you because what you run in their lives remains permanent in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We give you praise and glory. If there be any living under any kind of disease, infirmity, burdens, baggages, by the power that is in the blood and in the name, we decree and declare as a family the same broken in Jesus' name. Somebody shout a big amen. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic.org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.